Hello to you, Brian McElhatton here with the ABC 21 Daily for Friday, August 20th. I'd like to begin with this question, and that is, how valuable is your home? Not in terms of dollars and cents per se, but in terms of your sense of place, of well-being. All of that is being called into question right now on the city's north side because a developer wants to come in and buy land occupied by a mobile home park. And the neighbors will have to find new homes with very short notice. Corinne Rose spoke with them about their frustrations and their worries. They did not come and talk to us. They sent us a letter in the mail and said we only have three months to move. Judith Roadcap and her husband have lived in the Oak Creek Estates Mobile Home Park off DuPont and Tonkel Roads for 18 years. Out of nearly 200 lots, they're one of the last to leave. Roadcap says they're being forced to move their trailer to make way for a proposed shopping center approved Thursday by the Allen County Plan Commission. The plan for nearly 28 acres is said to include a big box store and several outlets along the booming DuPont corridor. They're going to put a credit union. It's the only thing I heard. And we have enough banks around here anyway. They just built two across the street. There's two down the street. I don't understand why they're doing this to us. Online, the property was listed for $11.5 million, but Roadcap says the landscape with its mature trees and wild animals is irreplaceable. That is really sad because the trees is what makes it. And see all the wildlife that comes around. Her trailer will move nearby, where residents there are now questioning the stability of their housing options. What we're really looking for is answers and solutions to keep our home. All my customers are asking me and concerned if we're next. Christopher Kinney works as a handyman for his neighbors in the adjacent DuPont Estates Mobile Home Park. They're building all around us and nobody can give us a straight answer, you know. I mean, the management here and the maintenance department has been great to us, all of us. I mean, they're great people. And they obviously don't have answers either. He says his heart goes out to the people who own their manufactured homes, but may be stuck in a bad situation if they're forced out. A big percentage of these people are on disability. There's no way they could afford to move their trailer. Although there's no word on when construction may begin on the shopping center, Roadcap's moving deadline is Monday, and she doesn't know yet how much that will cost. Corinne Rose, ABC 21. Well, let's talk about school board races for a moment. Right now, those races are nonpartisan. If you run for school board, you're not a Democrat or a Republican or a Libertarian. No, you are a representative of the district you hope to represent on the school board. But a state lawmaker wants to change that. He thinks you should be required to declare your political affiliations, and some fear that could bring partisan politics into the school board races. Jeff Newmeyer explains. And most of the time, the general elections held in the state of Indiana, you got a Republican running against a Democrat. School board races in Indiana, however, are nonpartisan, but not everybody thinks that that is the correct path to stay on on this issue. Many uh, are very adamant uh, that voters uh, should have the right to know where a school board candidate stands on key issues that boards wrestle with and that making them declare their party affiliation offers valuable insight about their views. Right now, Indiana's like most states, it keeps party affiliation out of the equation in school board races. But State Representative Bob Morris is looking into sponsoring a bill to change that. He claims he routinely fields calls from constituents frustrated by mask-wearing mandates in schools. And, of course, you have uh, the complicated subjects of race relations and racial injustice, how they are characterized by teachers in classroom settings. 
Uh, Morris argues making school board candidates declare party affiliation helps voters know what kind of representation they're getting. Morris talks about that. Then you'll hear from Fort Wayne Community School Board member Steve Corona, who fears politicizing public education will attract candidates with personal agendas. So parents call me, how can I protest? How can I make sure my voice is heard that I don't agree with what these school boards are doing? That decision's made at the ballot and, and when they vote for that person. And if they're not sure what party they affiliate themselves with, it's very important to me to make sure that happens. Critical race theory, whatever that is, we don't do that. We wear masks because it's good science. But now you're going to infuse politics into this. Uh, you know, what station do you watch on cable news? Is that how we're going to make decisions? That stinks. That really does stink. Now, Corona, who has served on the Fort Wayne Schools Board for decades, says he'll actively lobby legislators to reject the idea of making school board races partisan in the Hoosier State. But uh, we will have to see whether or not this concept uh, is embraced, proposed and embraced by the Republican-dominated General Assembly when it gathers for the next uh, session of the uh, legislature. The 2022 uh, session starts in January. Back to you guys. Huntington County is dealing with a surge in COVID-19 patients right now. According to the county health officer, that would be Dr. Matt Flieger, Huntington's Parkview Hospital is full. Dr. Flieger says the ER is seeing double the normal amount of patients. The staffing there is very thin. He's advising you not to go to the hospital to get a COVID test, but rather go to the walk-in clinic or to any pharmacy. The State Department of Health is coming in to set up a mobile clinic there. That'll be up and running in front of Walmart beginning Monday. It'll operate through Wednesday. You can get a COVID test there. You can also get vaccines there. We can tell you that clinic will be open from noon until 8 p.m. Monday through Wednesday. If you do have a concerning symptoms of COVID-19, by all means, go to the hospital. But if you have mild cold-like symptoms or you just need a test, Please call your doctor, they say. Don't come to the ER because it is full. It is at capacity. We'll let you know when that situation, of course, changes. Those are the top stories we're following for you here on the ABC 21 Daily Podcast, the region's only daily local news podcast. Thank you for listening. You make this possible. Uh, we'll see you back here again on Monday. Have a good weekend.